What's going on, everybody? Back at it again with another episode of The Young and the Rowdies. And guess what? Football season is almost over. And basketball season is really starting to uptick. It's a lot been going on. Um, and, you know, this is my most exciting time of the year. We're getting close to conference play, as well as bowl games, playoffs, all that that good stuff. And to get fully immersed into basketball season. Thank you guys so much for tuning in here to episode 14. This is our first, second time guest that is a current athlete on the show. The first time we had him on was back in November 24th of last year. So it's a little bit over a year. Um, yeah. It is a great honor. Um, I love this this young man with all my heart. Had an opportunity to be uh, at his wedding. Um, I, I've said this on the show before. He wears the same number I wore, and I couldn't be more proud of him wearing my number and just the man he is and the player that he is, how he is started this year off on such a great foot and just um, been able to be that leader, that that calm, quiet, still persevering rock that he is. And I can't wait to hear what's been going on in his life. And I'm not going to leave you guys on a cliffhanger anymore. Uh, let me introduce to you guys again on the Young and the Rowdies episode number 14 here, none other than the Florida Gators' own Anthony DeRuji. What's happening, and How you doing, brother? Doing good, man. Uh, thank you for the introduction. I love you, and um, I'm glad to be here again. Man, you know, I could I could have went on. I could have went on and on and on talking about how much uh, uh, bro, what, how much of a bromance I got, yeah. <laughs> my boy. Uh, just, and especially just seeing you out there, just uh, you know, coming into this year, just really after, yeah. uh, say not say it challenging not in the sense of performance but challenging in the sense of how weird and different things were last year but just seeing you yeah. get a chance to uh have a full you know mostly normal season is uh it's been pretty cool but uh what's new man what's going on it's an off day today right yeah it's an off day so gotta take care of my body got some treatment today and met one of another mentors of mine um but today you know just resting and trying to get geared up, get ready to get better uh, tomorrow. Uh, we play on Sunday, I believe, at the Barclays Center versus Maryland. So that'll be a big oh, game. That's right. Yeah. What is uh, on a rest day like today? Obviously, you guys just played uh, yes yesterday. I think yeah. this episode is going to come out next week, so that game is already going to have happened. Uh, yeah. But it typically, what is the, a rest day for you look like? And I'm sure it looks different mm -hmm. now that yeah. you're married versus did yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. So a rest day typically looks like me um, going in and getting treatment. I always love to take care of my body. I'm 23 years old. You know, I'm getting a little bit older and it's not like I'm a freshman anymore. So I've added a lot of weight and muscle. So I got to take care of my body and then really spending time with my wife, spending time in prayer relaxing, resting, which is big, you know, sometimes get caught up in the routine, but a lot of times rest is, is the best thing for you. And I think that's what I'm noticing now. What's like that one thing that that's non-basketball, non-physical that you just feel like, cause like, you know, I wholeheartedly agree and just having a day where you disconnect from the routine and just rest your body. Like I'll just, for me, I'll just sit there and watch some games, watch some football. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. watch some on I, I choose, usually choose Sunday I do some preparing yeah. I'll do like a little bit of meal prep stuff 
but yeah. I like to cook, so I don't really see that as as a lot of work. But like the okay. most rest, I'm just sitting on the couch. Uh, if mm-hmm. I'm with my fian- now fiance, I don't know if I told yeah. you. That. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, hey. bro. It was it was crazy, man. Uh, it's it's like so weird saying. I'm sure for you, like you're like, dang, you're my fiance. Like we're gonna get married. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. But um, you know, Big time. I, I Big couldn't, time. I couldn't, I couldn't be happier. Um, she she's amazing. She's incredible, and it's just a mm-hmm. a blessing that she would allow me to, um, you know, not only be her partner, but mm-hmm. also to be uh, a father, the role model, father figure for her daughter. Um, yeah, it's really weird to me that some men sometimes see that as like off-putting, but I think for a woman to entrust you to not mm-hmm. only be her partner, but to like, Hey, I want you to be the raiser of my kids. Like, I think that's yeah. the a really awesome opportunity and blessing. So, uh, um, big time. Dude, yeah. Yeah. I can't, I, I like, yeah. I just wish it could like, we could be there like that, but you know, we got to yeah. plan all the wedding and all that stuff, man. Like, uh, I want to do know, a wedding like called, yours, bro. Honestly, <laughs> I know, like just small, peaceful, and everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that was fun. But uh, yeah, what's what's that thing? That stuff you like to do when you just the one thing when you, you just want to rest. Yeah, I think the one thing I do when I want to rest is watch. Me and my wife Lauren, we watch we like Netflix series, certain type of documentaries that are very stimulating to the mind. Yeah, psychology. And I like to write poems. I think I talked about that when I first came on the podcast. And I also like to listen to music and riding my bike. I mean, I guess that's an activity, but it's relaxing for me when I'm just riding. I'm just listening to music and I'm not thinking about anything else. What are you, you know, I was, I was reading, uh, I was reading Psalm 27 the other day. Just like I have, mm-hmm. I have like a book that's just the Psalms. And sometimes I just, I'll just open it up and I'm trying to go through all of them. Just read. Sometimes I read in the morning and read at night. And I just love that, um, you know, King David, he's mm-hmm. talking about, you know, what he desires more than anything. It's like mm-hmm. he, and, and it's not that things aren't good. Right. He's like, I desire nothing more than just to rest in the presence of God. Yeah. The rest yeah. of his portion. And I'm just like, dang what to get to that level like he could say i could i could desire more fame notoriety mm-hmm. wealth mm-hmm. uh status mm-hmm. all these things for my enemies to stop keep trying you know because you already mm-hmm. know how crazy it was yeah. at that time but right. i just like want to get to that point because I'm, I'm, I'm sure like when you're on your bike um there's a time where you're just meditating and thinking i, I mean knowing mm-hmm. you just like the yeah. blessings and how good uh your life's been in in perspective of uh our creator um, yeah so that's got to be yeah. that's got to be pretty awesome yeah no for sure it's so crazy and it's timely that you talk about this rest because I was just uh, meeting with Joel our guy and um, we were talking about that we we're talking about rest and we we're going through Psalms 46 where it talks about that the Lord God is our refuge And it's our strength, you know, and he's trouble. And I think that's big because he's always like present. So it's always those times when we talk about rest, I want to connect with that. And I want to get in that presence, you know, where I really have no worries when I'm kind of 
you know, close to God in that time. And I think, you know, older and um, being able to reflect and with the season, there's a lot that comes with it. But being really being able to see that I can't really do it alone. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot that I have a lot of demands, but I have limited supplies because I'm only human. Yeah. You know, but God has those supplies because he's limitless. And that's just that's that's what I've been learning right now yeah. in this season. Yeah, I, I, I love that. Like we serve the God of the impossible. Of yeah. Impossible. Like he can't get tired. Nothing he can't do. And in that there's rest. And knowing yeah. like, hey, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. You know, obviously that's that's something that takes that can take a time to get to that um that acceptance that mm-hmm. alignment that uh, revelation because yeah. especially, especially as athletes especially mm-hmm. as athletes i think mm-hmm. when you or you you say someone that's an athlete or someone that's in sales if you know anyone that's in sales that's listening to this or any type of performance based job where your where your value is only based on your performance and like yeah. it's, it's actually kind of like you feel bad for taking a rest cuz like dang if i ain't resting exactly. i ain't moving i ain't, and it's like, exactly. yeah, right. That's so that's tough. Man. It's tough, right? It's tough, right? So like, how, how are you, you know, especially being an athlete, wanting to perform, wanting to do well, like you, there's nothing wrong with those things. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with wanting to be your best and wanting to, mm-hmm. but how did you balance out, you know, knowing you don't have to, you know, that you're going to pre- present yourself and work, work, work hard, but like, mm-hmm. There, you don't have to have to know it all and do it all for there's yeah. so much you can't control anyway. And then yeah. you know, thinking about your value and your faith, like you don't got to work that hard. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. I think there is a balance for sure. I think being able to sit and reflect, I want to see like, am I really leaning on God? You know, am I trusting in him or am I trying to, you know, work, 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 and then making it seem like that's my stability. And I think that's when, you know, as an athlete, we kind of go wrong. You know, like you said, everything is so contingent on our performance. But, you know, me being a believer and having my faith in Christ, I have seen that I've already won. So there's nothing I really have to work for. So now I could go out and play out of that freedom, yeah. knowing that, you know, God sees me. He, he sees me when I'm at my, my lowest points. He sees me when, you know, I'm tired, my body is banged up, or I'm weary, or, you know, I'm trying to be a leader. But he's just saying, be still, like, know that I'm God, and he's going to take care of everything. Yeah. So I think really being able to sit back and reflect and that's when I kind of find that balance because I can see when I'm, you know, relying too much on myself and my performance and that can kind of get me even more exhausted and yeah. tired. And then I don't have, I can't give as much, yeah. you know, but when I'm planted and I'm just taking every day by day, being present with God and aligning that, then I could, you know, through that, Right. I can give because God is you can. And man, that's so that's so good because we have, you know, 
Lord willing, we have uh, time. We always have time. Yeah. Ener but energy, we don't always, we don't have an unlimited amount of energy. Uh, yeah. And when you, when us, when we're operating out of this mindset of, mm. uh, not to say like, I have nothing to lose yeah. or say like, I have nothing to gain, but just being content mm -hmm. and, and just like, Hey, I'm doing my best. I'm doing, I'm showing up. Like there's so mm -hmm. much strength in that and knowing like, Hey, no matter what happens on the result in this court or mm -hmm. whatever, can I look in the mirror and say, I, I gave him my best. Like I, right. but without sacrificing, cause like I was thinking about it the other day, man, mm -hmm. I was thinking about like the grand scheme of life. Yeah. Like, okay. Day to day. There's so many things that we do. Like how much, how much of this stuff is really going to matter? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and I love, and I love the opportunities and the, the things that I get allowed to do sometimes. And sometimes, you know, I'm not always as grateful, but, um, but I'm just yeah. like, how much of this stuff, like, it, am I going to miss the present, like being with my family, like those yeah. relationships with my friends, actually just like yeah. the, the simple things of life. Am mm -hmm. I going to miss them because I'm so focused on results with these meetings and, yeah. and, 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 and trying to impress people that only care about what I can do, you know, yeah. focusing on the fans or, or living for money. Cause there's, there's right. billionaires and millionaires that don't have relationships with like real relationships and they're mm -hmm. prideful. And I'm like, I'd rather be kind of lowly and simple and humble. And, you know, cause I feel like a humble heart, you're, mm -hmm. you know, you talk about coaching being, you're, you're more coachable. People yeah. are more likely, you're more likely to learn from other people when you're humble. Yeah. Doors mm -hmm. are more likely to be open <laughs> for you. Uh, people are yeah. going to be more patient with you when you're like, versus come and it, I don't want people to mix pride and confidence because uh, yeah. confidence is like, I've put the work in. Um, I, I, I feel comfortable that I can do the job. Right. Pride is like, I don't need any help. Nobody, yeah. nobody mm -hmm. can't tell me nothing. I'm going to do it my way. My way is the only way I'm like, right. those, those are the, the type of people that will burn a bridge, burn the, you know, burn your bridges and nobody wants to reach back and help you. And that's, yeah, that's true. really, really unfortunate um, when true. I think that there's more good people that want to love on and help people in this world. But like, yeah, that, that kind of hardens people's hearts towards being more giving and loving. But, you know, to, speaking to your 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 guys team right now, you yeah. guys, I feel like I feel as though everyone on that team on your team is pretty humble and just hardworking and wants to win. And I'm sure and I know that's been your experience from uh, you know mm -hmm. everything that I've heard uh, mm -hmm. with you guys so far. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, it's crazy because <clears throat> I thought about my team when you just <clears throat> mentioned, you know, the humble and pride and confidence. It's very big. Um, I think right now, most of our team is built up of transfers, people who have probably haven't won where they came from, don't have a culture of winning, or if they did win, they weren't a big part of that team. And we're just accumulation of all of those stories. And now we're here at Florida and we get to represent the Gators, which is very big and so historical, as you know, and you were a part of that culture, that history. And we're trying to do something special. And I think we need to be humble. We need to remain humble because none of us were really ever given anything. Yeah. You know, we all had to 
work in a sense, or we weren't the top recruit or we weren't the, the guy, you know, like at all the fame or whatever, so to speak. But I believe this coaching staff, you know, they've, they've been, they've been through it and they, they know more than us, but they're still learning themselves. Yeah. Right. That's what I, yeah, that's what, that's what I appreciate about this coaching staff that it's probably like very humble, like group of guys, you know, and leaders. And I tell my team always, like we have to be humble, you know, because like, if we're humble, then we can receive that help. The coaches are here to help us and we have to trust in them. We have to trust that they have the blueprint, so to speak, because they've had people before them. And I think if we can remain humble, the sky's the limit. Yeah. I mean, these, these coaches, they start, like, a lot of people look at the amount of money sometimes that, like, head coaches, man, when you look, really look at football coaches, like, yeah, they had to pay so much dues to get there. Like yeah. you, the coach, the amount of film, like they sacrifice, you know, I want to mm -hmm. give credit to all the coaches around the mm -hmm. country that if, if any of them hear this or, you know, people listening, passes on, you know, hats off to you guys so much for the sacrifice that you guys sure. have to make. And um, obviously they're doing it for, cause they want to help the kids, you know, and, and become all that they can be. They want to win. Of course, they want to help their families, but they sacrifice. The recruiting that they have to do, like they have to, the recruiting, the scouting, uh, the the damage control, the off season stuff. The you know it's it's nonstop, and I'm so glad that the NCAA implemented rules, which is something rare that I would say that they implemented rules. But I, the rules kind of force coaches to take a break, to take a rest, and like yeah. really have more time with their families. Because I remember Coach yeah. Donovan. Uh, he was before recruiting rules changed. He he was on the on the road like 250 or like just away 200 and something plus days out of the year, bro. Like, Ooh, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's kind of what I was like, man. I don't think coaching for me, like mentoring, yeah, like maybe some camps here and there, something yeah. like that. But nah, I want to have my family and like be there and stuff. That's, yeah. That's hats all hats off to coaches, man, and yeah. coaches' wives as well too. Yeah, man. coaches' wives too, holding the fort down uh, for the kids yeah. and whatnot. So coming into this year, you mm -hmm. know, um, you know, what what was your mindset at the end of? Let's let's I'll go back a little bit. What was your? Do you can you take yourself back to the end of last season, mm -hmm. and you know, kind of going up forth to this season, like what you went through, uh, what you worked on what you, you know, every, every part that's significant that you, you know, you like to share coming up into, yeah. into the season. Yeah. So I remember last year, you know, disappointing loss <clears throat> to Oral Roberts, but hats off to them. They ended up going to the Sweet 16. Um, they were a really good team, you know, but I think after, during the summer, um, really had plans of engagement, so I got engaged to my wife, and then long story short, later in the um, beginning of the school year, right before in August, we had got married. But, you know, throughout that time, I seen that I graduated and, you know, I was going to enter my master's. I made the decision that I was going to come back here for another year, for my fourth year, and I wanted to continue to pursue my education. So I was blessed to be 
um, pursuing my entrepreneurship um, master's degree right now. Um, so thankful for the Hawkins Center and people in that uh, community who have helped me and pretty much shout shaped. Yeah. Um, Give them a shout out, please. <laughs> Jeff, Allison, Tom, Chris, all you guys. Thank you, um, Miss Brenda. Man, every everyone in the Hawkins Center. Yes, she's a very beautiful and sweet woman. Tony, you know, helping me with some ideas with the foundation. You, you are a big, big, big role model for me and someone I just look up to. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's very big and it's a blessing just to be here, but um, even wearing your number, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's very, I think, I feel like it's kind of divine a little bit. Hey. But, <laughs> Patrick, yes, sir. But, but yes, it was, I just went through a process of kind of graduating and getting older. So I knew coming back, I was really focused on how I would lead, you know, how I would be stretched, taking on more responsibility, just being a married man. Um, became more disciplined, I would say, and worked on, you know, becoming a better shooter and just being becoming a better player, uh, becoming a better student of the game, most importantly, and just wanted to be like the best teammate, wanted to be unselfish, wanted to have the best attitude, wanted to, you know, be in a gym, always shooting, making a routine that, you know, I'm going to be a hard worker and I can lead by example by that. And that's kind of been my mindset is really, I want to experience something great. And I'm here at Florida and I don't want to take advantage of any opportunity. And that's really been, you know, how us as a team, we have created this identity. And from the jump, we've been competing with each other. And I like this group of guys. And I think we're going to do, you know, something special in the postseason, Lord willing. And that's really been my mindset to just get better. Yeah. to grow up, to lead, and to learn. Man, you said so many, so many things. I want to uh, first thank you, and I'm, I'm saying thank you. Make sure I get this podcast out to uh, to those people over at the, at yes. the UAA. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much, bro. And, and honestly, for me, and for and I, I hope I speak for everyone else that you mentioned, your intentionality of wanting to get better helps us want to continue to get better helps us want to continue to realize like this is why we do what we do this is why for them like this is why they work with student athletes because they want to yeah you know and i've talk, spoken to allison before he's like i wish we could have 20 anthony derugis yeah. <laughs> uh, before and i'm like yeah i know right i wish we would have had one when i was playing as well that would have <laughs> that, that been awesome um but to your point you know making making goals based on identity are so yeah. much if you've ever read the book atomic habits um okay. the the author james clear talks about you make identity-based uh goals or identity-based objectives versus only goal based like if your goal right. is like i'm just gonna shoot uh 10 shots that, like i'm just gonna shoot 100 shots at the end of every practice cool that's great that's 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 awesome um but like tell yourself i'm a shooter tell mm -hmm. yourself i am and what was what would a shooter do like what, what, like, or whatever the thing is that you want to be, you just, you mm -hmm. make that thing now a part of your identity. You make that part Ooh. of who you are. Like, and, and in that case, you'll start 
thinking, what would that person do? What would a healthy person do right now? What would they eat pizza or would they, mm-hmm. you know, what whatever that thing may be. But you know, yeah. I, I really just love how um just in seeing the beginning, you know, starting the start at the beginning of the season and just hearing from yeah. you guys within <laughs> that the group was real is not was is really just bought in on winning, bought in on sacrifice, bought in on doing the greater good for the team. And yeah. I think that can be hard sometimes, <clears throat> especially with new is. coaches, so many new players, you know. How have you, how did, how were you guys able, like, and how was Coach White able to, from the beginning, you know, instill that in you guys, just of that togetherness and competing and, um, you know, not work, not worrying about, of course, individual accolades are great, but at the end of the day, it's so much better to do something and achieve something great as a team. Yeah. I think, you know, Coach White is a great leader. And I think it's something that he's always preached since I've been here and with this team, you know, what is the Gator standard? And you talk a little bit about identity, but we have a standard as a team and our goal is, our daily goal is always to grow. You know, we want to get better. And so we hold ourselves to that standard. You know, it doesn't really matter about necessarily the wins. Yeah, we want to win, but did we get better at what, you know, we want to do and what we've been training to do. And as a, as a team goal and as a season goal, we want to max out as a team. And I think Coach White has instilled that vision for us as a team and us having an older group, I think we kind of understand it a little more. So it's a little bit easier to buy in. You know, granted, sometimes it might not be as easy to buy in because I think you have to fight each and every day. Culture yeah. is fought every yeah. day. Yeah. Oh, like it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Like we had a bad loss, you know, and we just we didn't max out. We didn't grow that day. And yeah. Before we move on, let me tell you guys a little bit about our partners over at Bet River Sportsbook. If you haven't signed up with Bet Rivers yet, now is the time because they are offering a $250 match bonus for your first deposit. But what sets them apart is that they require just one play through to turn your bonus into cash money. With their new Rush Pay instant approval, withdrawing your winnings is safer, more secure, and more reliable. With basketball season tipping off, get in on the action by going to betrivers.com today or by downloading the Bet Rivers iOS app. Must be 21 years or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLING. Yeah. You know, it's, and... It's tough, bro. It's... I, I think I... Rec- I don't know if I'm dead on, but I, mm-hmm. I just recognize, like, people don't understand what it takes to be great sometimes. And yeah. greatness is, like, understanding... Nothing deters you from giving that that approach, that mindset that every yeah. day is a fight. Every yeah. day is a fight. And that meaning that like we no matter what happens, how are we going to handle Because some some people are always focused on how do we handle failure? How do you handle? Mm-hmm. No. How do you handle success? How do you, when when things start going good, start getting ranked, this and that happen, like whatever. That's harder. It, 
Bro, that that is stuff that'll take that can easily get a person from focus on the target, start going a little bit here, one guy yes. going here, one guy, and it's like before you know it, the 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 focus, the foundation is just a little bit shook there. Not and it's yeah. and I, I love that it happens early in the season though because mm-hmm. you know no, who who wins the championship in December? Nobody. Right. Like, right. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity, obviously, to look in the mirror and learn from it. You yeah. Know, what? How can how can we catch that that thinking and, and nip it in the bud? Right, right, right. Exactly. And um, shout out to Duke Warner, our trainer. You know, Man. because he he was the one who told me it's a fight every day. And I think you said something there when we talked about success. How do you handle success? I think it's harder because there's success, but then there's things that come with success. And yes. If, we're not mature enough to handle it, then we're just going to be brought down. And like you said, the foundation is going to be shook. And, you know, we've been tested early um, here in the season and we faced some adversity. You know, yesterday we had a a good win. I feel like we got our identity back. Um, 28 turnovers. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah. See, defense. (laughs) Defense. We shot the ball. We shot the ball. We didn't even shoot the ball that well. But right. if you force anybody to twenty eight turnovers, you ain't gonna lose. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> not gonna lose. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you have twenty nine. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. So, but you know, I think um, coach coach did a good job, which is getting us to refocus. You know, and leading in that way, kind of getting back to who we are and um it's, it's all part of the journey though with the season yeah you know so we're, we're learning as a group it's literally brick by brick by brick by brick every single day and yeah. you got to have a strong why the team's got to have a strong why with the end in sight you know you stay mm-hmm. you stay the journey of the course one step but the ends the ends in mind like you know we're thinking championship we're thinking final four we're thinking uh you know top top three three finish top two finish i mean you're always mm-hmm. gonna think championship at the end but because because sometimes you know what what I, I listened to kobe on a podcast one day and he, he he said it so so well uh what he a thing he promised to himself that he would never negotiate with himself and mm-hmm. what i mean by that is if he set goals and maybe one day he just wasn't feeling it or something was bothering him, he would not allow himself to talk himself out of the work, out of mm. the process, out of relaxing, out of human, whatever mm. it was, he wanted to push into that discomfort. And it's hard, yeah. man. Like a lot of people don't want to stick in that discomfort area or like yeah. get content. But you know, that this basketball window is so short. And, you know, yeah. I, I want to, you know, encourage you and, and all the guys and everyone in life like to, Strive just to maximize, maximize what you can, you know, and, and I don't, I don't really believe in luck, but, you know, I look at, I look at the, the Ohio state game, you guys were down, you guys were down, yeah. but the way that you guys fought together in that game, the way that you forced, you, you sped Ohio state up, you didn't get, they, cause they were still scoring, but they yeah. weren't scoring. Like nothing was easy. And yeah. they, they started fouling. They were fouling too much because they were getting sped up. They were trying to do the same thing. You're forcing steals. Mm-hmm. You're doing all this thing piece by piece, piece by piece, piece by piece, climbing, climbing back. And 
I can't. I ain't gonna lie. I, ain't, I don't think Ty. Ty I, but I love my boy Ty. I don't know if it was the best shot, but hey, that thing <laughs> was cash. <laughs> Bro, what were you thinking when he shot that? It was no, like three seconds you, left. If you actually look, if you actually look at the video, you will see me on the left wing. I put the three signal because I knew he was gonna make it. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those things. Like it's a tournament. The momentum, yeah, everything. It's like, man, it's only right. I felt like I was in, I felt like I was in a movie. The game was prime, like honestly, it was primed for a buzzer beater. Yeah, for a yeah, shot exactly. like that, for something, it was prime. I like the way you fought back, the way that the freak niggas yeah. you know, out playing defense, missing shots, get limiting them to no, no, they weren't getting any offensive rebounds. You're getting back on the court. Right. I was like, all right, we we like. We right there. And then, like, yeah. bro, I was literally, I was on my uh, my little beanbag chair in my mm-hmm. uh, on my uh, in my apartment watching the game. I'm chilling. I'm like, out of a one out of 10, I'm just chilling watching the game, just chilling. <laughs> yeah, we coming back. We coming back. All right, cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not getting hyped for nothing. I'm just chilling. Like, I'm on a one out of 10. As soon as Ty hit that shot, bro, I was on a 15. <laughs> <laughs> I was jumping around my house. Screaming, my my neighbors probably hate me downstairs for real. <laughs> that was that was super exciting, X. bro. That was, yes, man. You think yes. that that moment? Not just not the moment because you got you have to enjoy the moment. Yeah, but did that kind of get you guys a little bit sidetracked from going? Because like like you said, hmm. see, high point. But guess what? Go back to the ground level and fight. The next yeah, game. exactly. That kind exactly. of exactly. I feel like you guys a yeah. little bit. Yeah, I feel like a little bit, you know, because think about it, we weren't ranked coming yeah. out to begin the season. I think they preseason us like seventh in the SEC. So there yep. wasn't many, wasn't really many big expectations. And coach actually said that as well before, I think in the summer. You know, he thinks the team can be really good. Um, but people don't expect much out of us and I think maybe because we're the group of guys we have and we're made up of guys you know mid-major graduate you know not really any big name type of guys but I think you know when you kind of gain that success very early sometimes you know if you're not careful it could be worse than better you know yeah yeah because it's a quick, like we went, we were coming out beating teams by like 30, yeah. 40, like, <clears throat> and then we went off a of buzzer beaters, like beat Cal by 20. And it's like these big margins, you know, and then you're winning and it's kind of human nature, right? You kind of yeah, lose edge a little bit, you kind of lose a little bit of motivation or you can feel like, oh, I've arrived, but it's too early. It's too know? early early and you want to peak at the right time and right you know we, we yeah yeah so I think maybe a little bit it creeped in a little bit and lost that edge for a little bit but yeah and I think yeah. it's it's all right you know because mm-hmm. you know we back in we lost some games you know, we we lost to JU at home uh mm-hmm. we lost to um JU is at Jacksonville Jacksonville, yeah, we lost to Jacksonville University my at home my freshman year. We uh-huh. lost to South Carolina at home. 
I think mm-hmm. my sophomore year, they had Bruce Ellington. He was playing football and basketball. Mm-hmm. Like that wow. boy, yes. <laughs> he cooked he cooked us. Um, <laughs> but those games, like that's that's and that's another thing because it's, it's all easy for everyone to stay together when things are going good. But like mm-hmm. when you have to learn a hard lesson like that of like whether it's coming ready or whatever it is, like how is how how do how does everybody react then? Are they pointing the finger? Are they looking at themselves? Are they striving to bring the team together? Or you know those things are so important. Those moments are vital to the growth of the team when you hit a low yeah. together as a as a collective group, because yeah. adversity adver- no one no one on the history of this world is immune to adversity mm-hmm. or trials or trouble or something happening, and the way you respond. Um, the way the, the meaning that you give that especially as a group the, the meaning that you're able to give to a moment can really determine the future can, can determine how you're going to handle the next steps and, and the person that you the person or group that you guys are going to be and I have no doubt in my mind you know because coach white being the guy he is and the the recruiting he does you know everyone that he he brings to the program good good character wholesome just awesome guys and not everyone not everyone's like talkative that doesn't mean you're not a nice nice kind guy but right or anything like that but um super 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 um excited for what you guys got coming up for the next yeah. part of the season you know a- after being able to face that and step up to this unf game and i'm glad it was i'm glad y'all had a quick game to turn it around too i'm glad y'all didn't yeah have to linger on, glad y'all didn't have to linger on, linger on it for like three or four days <laughs> i know right that would have been that would have been a little bad but thankful for those opportunities Thanks for opportunity. So I didn't, uh, I should, I'm glad I didn't tell you this. Um, and so you wouldn't get prepared, but I want to give you an opportunity uh, to, to give a little pitch about your foundation. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I kind of felt this coming. I felt felt coming. This coming. <laughs> yeah, I kind of felt this coming. Oh my goodness. I'm but not yeah. going to say, you know, however long you, you want, you know, just as I, as I told you before, it's about you. It's about yeah. the vision. It's about what you're striving to do and your why. And uh, yeah. yeah, just yeah, be ready. Yeah. So pretty much um, what I believe everyone has a purpose in life. And that purpose is tied to a problem. And it's, it's an answer to a problem in society. I think everyone has gifts, God-given abilities. And we're supposed to use those gifts to serve others. And sometimes your purpose can be tied to pain. And for me, growing up, I didn't grow up with a father and there was some pain over there. And long story short, me being where I am today is just a testament of God for one and so many mentors and people and family who have deposited so much great things in me and have encouraged me and refined my gifts that God has given me and has helped me have a vision and a purpose for my life. So now with my three passions, which is my faith in God, my athletic ability and my generosity and servant heart, I really took all three of those passions and wanted to really see how I could serve others. And as I was thinking, I was like, well, what better way than to serve the community and serve kids who 
are in the position that I once was in. And I came up with the Daruji Foundation and it is something that I've been working on uh, recently. I'm pursuing my entrepreneurship master's um, degree right now. And pretty much what we're focusing on is being able to create a legacy of faith-filled men, particularly fatherless youth, ninth through 12th grade, um, student athletes. And it's gonna be a series of events each year, but for the first year, we want to focus on a group of 20 kids in the DMV area. And I'll have an annual basketball camp. I'll have money management one-on-ones. I'll have different workshops as public speaking, knowing how to market themselves, uh, learning about name, image, and likeness, and how you know college athlete, college athletics is changing, just knowing how to market themselves and pretty much what this, what we're what we're really focused on in the program is bringing you know, fatherless youth who have this gift and ability in basketball, but teaching them to stretch that, like that's one component and you don't have to let basketball use you. You can use the gifts that God has given you. You can use basketball. And with that, you can create more opportunities and maximize your life and potential so that you can be serving others. You know, because that's that's what it's all about. I believe that's what the vision is about. It's what we have as people, our gifts, and how are we going to give that and serve that to the world? So that's really what the Garuji Foundation is about, really about investing in people. And it's a nonprofit, uh, 5013C. So, you know, we're going to be looking for donations, people who are really believe in my vision and, um, that's that's really what it's about, you know. So, yeah, man, yeah, you you articulated that so well. Um, you know what what are what are some other because I know there are some other components uh, mm-hmm. to it that we talked about as far as like mm-hmm. uh, the suits, um, yeah, and mm-hmm. something that you want to do that. And not only that, um, you know, what's the the big after you do you know you go through the first year, um, mm-hmm. what is the big vision for the Daruji Found Foundation? Yeah, the big vision is really to create more leaders. And I believe that when you have mentorship and when you have a vision and purpose in your life, then you can experience transformation. So really that's the big, that's the vision for the Daruji Foundation is to transform lives, is to transform men. A lot of a lot of us youth grow up without father figures. And because of that, it, it causes an inadequacy in identity, in self-worth. You know, so much problems can emerge. But with the mentorship and being able to see people who um, have these testimonies and who are actually who actually care about them, who actually want to pour into them that can transform my life, you know? And I think the best form of leadership is really servant leadership. When I look at the life of Jesus, you know, he came down from heaven and he, he left his, you know, his title or his, his authority. And he could have been, you know, 
telling people to, you know, pretty much do as I say, but he came as a servant. And I think that shows a lot because, you know, when you serve and when you invest in people, you create a legacy because when you're gone, you have left an impact on people. And because of that, people can replicate that and make impacts on other people as well. Yeah. You know, so, but, you know, we want to have a custom tailored suits, yeah. um, school supplies, basketball shoes, of course. Uh, we want to give them virtual virtual wallets um, and with the courses that they would have learned in the program with knowing how to manage money. We want to partner with various banks who will make those deposits and can can give them money to start off with saving. Um, obviously, we want to offer food and drink, make sure everyone's being fed well. And um, <clears throat> we just want them to learn. I think when you have, if you have knowledge, then through knowledge, you can, you can use the knowledge you've had and you could go in life and experience that knowledge and use the wisdom you know, that you have accumulated from that knowledge. So I think that's all part of transformation as well, because some kids, you know, we don't, we just don't have the answers. We don't know. Yeah. But if we see people who are in the position, you know, if we see people who are in the positions that we want to be like one day, they can help us. So it's really just about serving. Really. Yeah. Yeah, you, you hit on some and and you know on top of that there's the coaching basketball camp aspect i mean not on yeah, that's like the cherry yeah. on top you know that's the yeah that's the, cherry, the cherry on top and you know there's so much more foundation and meat into the purpose behind it because it's like yeah. i was i've been learning uh, the other day like you know we just, we just go through things in life that affect the trajectory of our lives and mm -hmm. statistics will show even if like even if a father father is in the home but maybe he's not present, maybe he's not really yeah. like that still is that still can help have a you know, a somewhat positive trajectory on that kid's life but mm -hmm. for fatherless homes for mm -hmm. where the father is absolutely never there um it as you said identity issues affirmation yeah. i just don't not and, you know hats off to every single mom single parent out there yeah. you yeah. you weren't designed to carry the whole whole load that's it's not that you can't you weren't designed to have right. to take it all on you you know how can you 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 are meant to still live in purpose uh you're meant to still pursue dreams you're meant to still instill mm -hmm. wisdom and do things but but i get it you know if you if you don't have anyone else to help you do that you mm -hmm. gotta fill in the gaps where you can as best you can and right. you know it's it you know we're not able to save everyone obviously or help everybody but at least uh, what you're doing, what you're, you're focused and vision on is creating that, uh, that uh, mindset of being a conduit that mm -hmm. hopefully uh, every student, every student athlete kid that comes through the, the, the foundation, they'll be able to use their wisdom and knowledge right. and spread it on. And, right. and it'll continue to grow and continue to grow. And you, you'll never know how many lives it's gonna change. Especially, yeah. I mean, we can think of so many athletes that, you know, well, I, well, I can I just have finances, but don't know how, how to handle them. Like mm -hmm. it's not, it's not even, and even something as simple as just having a budget, you know, right. and understanding like, okay, this is how much money I have. 
This is how much, mm-hmm. here's how much I need to allocate towards this and that. Here's how much I should save. Like, mm-hmm. the, and it's, it's not super overly complicated, but everyone, you only learn something that you're taught. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's that simple. Like you only learn exactly. or something that you, you seek out for. But if you don't know, exactly. you don't know what you don't know. And that's, that's, that's super awesome, man. I mean, you're, um, you know, what I said earlier, you you know, this getting, this going out and just what the impact you're you're making, man, it's just, you're you're being the hands and feet of God um, with this vision and being able to just impact lives. Cause I think I know it, um, I define true kindness and I look to look to God for it too. True kindness is like doing something for a person or for people that you know wouldn't, could never repay you back for that. Like mm-hmm. take, taking that time, like, you know, I don't, maybe maybe one day, but it is no guarantee. Like you're not seeking anything back in return. Like you're truly just right. out that, that service point. Um, but yeah, I guess I got you for, I got you for a little bit longer, bro. So um, fantastic with the Ruji Foundation. Please keep me up to date as uh, things start and launch. and. Um, if there's any way I can uh, help get it out for other people to know about how they can donate or just participate or get it, get it known. Um, sure. we're, we're in the early one fourth part of the season. What are we? Yeah. Eight games in. Yeah. Eight games in right yeah. now. Um, yeah. You know, what is, what is the focus in you know, this? This is a rest day um, for you right now. What is the mindset focus as uh, you know, you're continuing on with the season, obviously keep fighting. But is there is there anything else that you that you can think of? Yeah, I would say continue to find a continue to seek after that edge, to stay on edge. And sometimes it's hard, you know, like like we talked about earlier today. Every day is a it's a fight. And I think <clears throat> that's the biggest thing. With this team, we want to stay on edge and we want to stay consistent with that. So I would say continue to find more ways to be motivated, to stay on edge, to stay humble, to not be complacent and to just grow together and continue to get better. And if we can do those things, you know, if we can focus on those things, then we'll, we'll, we'll be all right. Yeah, I think you guys will be just fine. Um, I think everything um, from the aspect of uh, re- resetting, you know, reflecting, uh, releasing, resetting, and then restarting, and then just you know, just going forward. I think you guys are definitely uh, and quick. The quick turnaround was huge. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. It was really huge. Just being able to get it out, get it, get it addressed, and just right. Hey, this wasn't us. Yeah. That wasn't that wasn't who we who we are, and um, mm-hmm. now early on, because um, not that those games don't matter, um, they all matter. Uh, right. But you know, you guys can finish out this non-conference in a really really good way going into the conference, going into conference play, which is, you know, this is going to be one. This is one of the toughest leagues in the country. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, probably this, this year. Probably the, it's the toughest. This is this is a deep league. I believe. Yeah. We're going to see minimum, you know, seven teams making it into. The tournament this year i'm hoping hoping eight um but really 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 going to be competitive coming into yeah. sec play um where that identity that you guys have you know can never be lost 
and I'm thinking of like the Georgia Alabama football game. Yeah. Georgia, Georgia seemed to have lost sight in that game of who they were. When yeah. They, they, everyone wants to put it on the quarterback, talking about he wasn't, he's been a game manager all year. Mm. He, he hasn't been the one like their defense has yeah. been what has been, you know, the highlight of their team. And they didn't, they didn't do, they, you know, I don't know all the ins and outs and P's and Q's to, mm. To 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 uh, football, uh, but to that to that point, you know they didn't they weren't who we have seen them to be holding right. teams for like seven points, if that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Identity, identity. Yeah. But Daruj, is there anything else that you want to leave the people before I let you go and enjoy the rest of your your rest day with uh, with your wife? I would just say, you know, God bless everyone. Um, I just want to give a special shout out to you and uh, just thankful that I can have this opportunity. I can have these conversations. I could speak on my passions and um, just having these conversations. I think it it really matters and, you know, it can inspire so many people and all in all, that's kind of what I want to do. I want to inspire others. So I just thank you for this this opportunity and yes, it's really big. Really yeah, big. bro. It's um. I wish, I wish for me, um, I could have had just the confidence that you exude, and it just your your faith, your your confidence in who you are. It just comes out so naturally. Um, and you're not you're not trying to perform for anybody. You're not trying to say all the right things. It's literally yeah. just has become who you are. Um, and yeah. I want to continue to uh, encourage you to, you know feel you know if, if someone doesn't doesn't feel comfortable that's on them you know that's right, that's them right. they're uncomfortable with you being who you are and believing and and just staying true to yourself but continue pushing on continue staying humble continue working your butt off uh continue being a good friend husband uh teammate um and just striving to be great keep fight keep fighting with for everything being intentional and, yeah. and um you know it will be rewarded. It will, it will be rewarded. Amen. Good things. I think great things come to the diligent, those that are diligent Amen. and continue to pursue um, honoring God and all they do. But anyway, brother, uh, thank you so much for your time. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Anthony DeRuji here for episode 14. Um, first, second time guest that is a current player. Uh, yes, sir. He, he says he's getting old at 23 <laughs> years old. I don't, I don't know what's, what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on, folks. Uh, I guess, I guess. Oh, but do you have another year? Of Technically, LGBT? I do. Technically, okay, I, do. I thought so. I thought you did. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll see, you know, see how this year ends. If he thinks about coming back, you know, we wouldn't mind having him <laughs> in the orange for another year. Just saying. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, please thank you for listening. Um, thanks, shout out to the Field of 68 Media Network making this possible. Get this out in the airwaves to whomever it may impact. And Gator Nation, stay around. Yes, sir.